Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Okay, you just witnessed last night the single most destructive act of political suicide in modern political history. The hapless, cowardly, fraudulent, lying, sleazy Democrats last night in the first bipartisan vote against impeachment in American history, not one Republican and three Democrats on one article of impeachment voted against it, voted to impeach a president for the high crime of humiliating and embarrassing them in an election they thought they were going to win. Folks, you are not going to want to miss the open to the show today. Let's get right to it. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today on what is unquestionably, at least for serious Americans, one of the saddest days in our history? Well, I'm sad and disappointed as well. I mean, there's, there's I mean, nothing you, else to say You saw this that, debacle unfold. We got to move on. Um, yeah. Folks, no more excuses. Man. I'm going to get to that in a minute. It's time to gloves off. Glove on. Gloves off. Man, too much laughing. Don't go anywhere. Too much of that stuff. Uh -uh. I don't appreciate that. No, I know you don't. Today's show is brought to you by buddies at Bravo Company Manufacturing. When our founding fathers crafted the Constitution, the first thing they did was ensure the rights of individuals to share ideas without limitations by government. You know how strongly I feel about our freedoms in the Bill of Rights. You also know how strongly I feel about liberty and personal responsibility. Our founders knew these were the cornerstones of a great civilization and the Second Amendment guaranteed the individual's right to protect themselves and their families. Ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to the protection of myself and my family, the company I trust is Bravo Company Manufacturing. They make hands down the finest rifles in the market. I have two of them. Now, to be clear, Bravo Company doesn't make sporting equipment, okay? If you're looking for hunting rifles, that's great. There's a lot of great companies out there that do that. That's not what Bravo does. They manufacture, I want to be clear on this, life-saving equipment with their rifles. They assume that when a rifle leaves their shop, it'll be used, God forbid, in a life or death situation by a responsible citizen, law enforcement officer, or a soldier overseas. All they care about is quality, precision. That this equipment works when it matters every time. Their rifles are hand-assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin, to a life-saving standard. BCM puts people before their products. They know it's their responsibility to provide life-saving tools that will not fail. God forbid it's not a paper target. Folks, to learn more about Bravo Company Manufacturing, head on over to bravocompanymfg.com. That's bravocompanymaryfrankgeorge.com, bravocompanymfg.com, bravocompanymfg.com, where you can discover more about their products, special offers, and upcoming news. bravocompanymfg.com. Go to their YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA, the finest rifles on the market. Check them out today. All right, Joe, let's go with another sad bell. And they're off. Oh, we are. Yeah. So I was on the air last night filling in for Mark Levin when this historic debacle went down. I mean, I I was at a loss for words at times, and I'm at a loss a bit for words now because I, I you know I, I love this country ladies and gentlemen I, I do it's not some kind of like dopey talking point I throw out there like trying to be Captain America for you you know I love it 
because it matters. I mean, it set a standard for freedom and liberty and prosperity. I mean, we do things and have accomplished things here that haven't been happen that haven't happened at any time in human history, thanks to our unique combination of a limited, supposedly limited government and robust individual human freedom. Last night, a lot of that was thrown away. It's the first in president in U.S. history impeached essentially for the crime dreaded air quotes of winning an election. Now, as you can see, I obviously put an article up in the Washington Examiner will be up in the show notes about the impeachment last night that went down. It is the first bipartisan against impeachment vote in U.S. history. Not one Republican, uh, with the exception, obviously, of fake libertarian Justin Amash, who at one time was a Republican, who's now disgraced himself and humiliated himself on the floor last night. I'm embarrassed I even knew this guy. Three Democrats voted against one of these articles of impeachment and no Republicans voted for. Folks, what do we do now going forward? Because we can whine all day about this. You're going to hear this yeah. coverage on cable news. He was impeached. He was impeached. Okay, fine. Enough. What do we do? Now the gloves come off. There's no more excuses. I want every one of you to make sure you tattoo on your brain what happened last night. Because as I said on Mark's show last night when I was filling in, election day's around the corner, folks. It might be snowing. It might be raining. I don't give a damn if there's a Category 5, 220-mile-an-hour wind hurricane bearing down on your house as ground zero. If you're not voting, you're the problem, too. Call your mama, call your baby mama, call your dad, call your stepbrother, call Aunt Betty, call Uncle Tony, call Fat Tommy down the street. I don't give a shit who you have to call. You grab every single person out there you can get your mitts on and you get them to the polls in November. Everyone. You grab your neighbors, you grab your dog if they're eligible, you grab everybody and you show up in numbers we have never seen show up before for a Republican candidate for president. Grab your mamas, grab your daddies, grab everybody. Grab your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your space alien neighbor, grab Alf if he's living in your house. Everybody shows up to vote. Not only do you show up to vote, if you're showing up to vote alone, you screwed up too. Take your car, grab Fat Tony down the block, grab Tommy two times, grab uh, Mickey Two-Face, grab all of the buddies down the block too, throw them in the car, rent a van, I don't rent an Escalade if you want to show up in style. I don't yeah. care. Put the 22s on them, shack feet rims. I don't care what you do. Grab Tommy two times and every one of your neighbors, get him in the van, get him in the car and get to the polls. There are no excuses. I've talked about the 10, 10 and 10 rule. Now make it the 30, 30, 30 rule. Every day you should send a social media post, call one of your friends or email one of your friends every day, 30 days, roughly in a month. Some have 31. Every day. You should be contacting a potential voter. I don't want to do that. What does it take you? Two minutes to contact someone? You voting? Ask your friends, are you voting? Why aren't you voting? What do I have to do to get you to vote? Can we help you register? Do you need a ride to the polls? What do you need? Grab everyone. Grab your kids. Grab your kids' friends. Grab your kids' friends' friends. Show up at the school if they're eligible. You rent the van. Everybody goes. 
They ignored the Constitution, ladies and gentlemen. This is not what impeachment was for. This is going to be a historic stain on our country, the likes of which we haven't seen in eons. We share nothing in common with these people anymore. We are now effectively two separate Americas. A socialist, spying, police state, fake impeachment, MS-13 loving, North Korea worshiping left. Remember that when they were on Kim Jong-un's side, when he was debating, with, oh, Kim Jong-un, we can't answer. Just because Trump was on the other side. That's the new left. We don't share anything in common with these people anymore. Anything. Let them have their little power enclaves in New York, California, and Chicago. The rest of the country is now effectively ours. But it's only ours if we vote and do it the right way. Get Aunt Betty. Get Uncle Bobby. Get everybody. Everybody. Tattoo this day on your skulls. Write it on your mirrors. Take a note in your calendar. Put it on your iPhone. Set a reminder. If you don't vote, you are the problem. Oh, voting doesn't matter. It mattered last night. Cut the crap. Sure did. No victims here. It mattered last night. If we would have shown up and not vote and voted for the Republicans on the House side instead of these tyrannical Democrats. Listen, as I said last night, the Republicans are not the solution to your problems, obviously. But the cause of your problems are most definitely the Democrats. We don't worship golden calves, but given two choices, eh, these guys ain't so great, but these guys are definitely the cause of my problems. I'll take the not so great guys because I live in the real world. It's not heaven. This is earth. This is dystopia, not utopia we live in. Make it happen. If we would have voted and had just 15, 16 more votes, we could have defeated this thing. Instead, we have fake moderate Democrats, Kendra Horn, Jared Golden, Xochitl Torres Small. These are all congressional representatives in swing congressional districts that are in office that voted to basically blow their nose with the Constitution yesterday. Abigail Spanberger, Lamb the Sham, Connor Lamb running out in Pennsylvania, who I hope Sean Parnell defeats by 10 points in this election. An American patriot running against Lamb the Sham. Voting does matter. No victims here. No excuses. You voted. You got tax cuts. You got historic economic growth. You got conservative judges because you voted for Donald Trump. It does matter. Folks, I'm listen, man, this is by no means. And please, because I get emails, understandably, some people get offended. I'm not talking to you, the good folks out there. You get it. But I have an opportunity using my voice to reach the 5% or less of this audience who I'm telling you emails me constantly defeated. Oh, it's over. It's over. It ain't over. Ass seat up and do something. It's not over. The Democrats voted. They got their people and their people blew their nose with the Constitution. 2020 is coming up. Now we pay back the favor. There'll be a reckoning if you show up and do the right thing. This is not directed at you. 
Mason, well, why are we saying it? Because that 5% can change everything. If they show up and grab Uncle Tony and grab Mama and Daddy and the kids and their stepbrother and their friends and they show up and vote, that 5% can flip everything, ladies and gentlemen. These 31 fake moderate lunatics who voted for impeachment last night on a fake charge, these fake Democrat moderates, won by slivers. That's why this matters. This is not ranting for the sake of ranting. It's because action matters and talk is... mm, It's garbage. We share nothing in common with these people. You need to understand they have given up on America. All right, I got a lot more. Showing you, by the way, that voting matters, polling matters, showing up matters, knocking on doors matters, donations matter. This is blowing up in their faces. We have a historic opportunity to do an electoral backslap to the Democrats like they haven't seen in eons. Look at this article at the Hill. Trump's approval's up six points since the launch of this inquiry. Six points. Six. Do you understand how big that is? We have an opportunity now to mobilize. Ladies and gentlemen, anger and rage can be a powerful motivator. The left uses it for the wrong reasons. They get angry. They're aggressive. They worship violence. You've seen Antifa and all these people they adore. That's what they do. They get violent. What we did with the Tea Party is we did change the direction of the country, albeit for a little while, but the fight wasn't over. We now have this opportunity to use this anger and rage we saw yesterday for something positive. Now, showing you what complete Utter frauds, phonies, fakes, these these complete liars and jokes. Joe, what was their narrative yesterday? This is a somber day. If you watch yeah, the right. hearings, which I was unfortunate enough to, to have to do, watch these idiots up on Capitol Hill. Every Democrat parroted the same garbage, silly talking points. It's a somber day. But, but what garbage? You've been trying to impeach the president since he got into office. Somber day. Don't tell me it was, are you serious? They were celebrating behind the scenes. Let me show you my evidence here. Here's a video taken by Rashida Tlaib, radical leftist congresswoman. As radical as they get, as far left as they come. Remember, Joe, it's a somber day. Here's a video she was dumb enough to take on this somber day to broadcast to her audience to show you just how somber she was. Play this video. Hey everyone, I am on my way to the United States House floor to impeach (laughs) President Trump on behalf of my incredible district, 13 District Strong. Let's do Very somber. Her staffers are laughing in the background. How about that way? Let's do this, man. So somber. So somber. That, by the way, is Rashida Tlaib of impeach the mother fame. You get the rest. Mm -hmm. Get your mamas, get your daddies, get your uncles and aunts. Show that that video right there should be a campaign ad for every single person running on the Republican ticket in this next election. This is what we're running against. People who think it's funny impeaching a president for a fake crime, throwing the country into turmoil while we finally got our heads out of this recession morass and we finally got the economy on sound footing. People can take a vacation, finally. People like me and Joe and Paula, finally, some success. We got some sponsors, some companies that are doing well. 
Yep. People can go out, buy a steak one Friday instead of a chicken. Finally, take maybe a few days off from work they couldn't take before. Joe and I just had this conversation. Maybe take the kids to an amusement park. This is all This is all This whole thing. Finally. Finally, we get the country back on the right track. And you got this complete numbskull taking a video of herself celebrating that she's single-handedly trying to take down the president of the United States. She was the one who, remember, impeached the MF. So somber, Joe. So somber. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not it. You may say, well, that's it. You, oh, you thought it ended there? Folks, I could do a whole show yeah. on the yeah. somber tyrannical police state fraud phony fake filthy democrats but let's throw a little reporter stuff in there because you know the washington post show democracy dies in the darkness they're all about journalism Uh all all journalism all the time folks the washington post are the serious people you truckers carpenters electricians drivers tin knockers steam fitters Architects, pilots, grave diggers. Those are the serious people, not you. Those are the serious people at the Washington Post, folks. You're not serious. They are. They're the important people. Well, here's a tweet last night from a Rachel Bade, if that's how you say it. I'll just call her Rachel Bade. She's at Rachel M. Bade. She deleted, of course, because uh, she's a fool. Mary Impeachmas. From the Washington Post team. And look, we've got a whole bunch of people who claim to be journalists. Mike DeBonis, Seung Kim, whoever that other person is. I don't even know. PK Capital. Look at all of them celebrating. Mary Impeachmas. Hmm. Rachel Bidet. Huh? Okay. Rachel Bidet. Rachel right. Bidet. I got that. And by the way, I got that for reasons Paula <laughs> understands, number one, um, that you're kind of funny. Um, Maybe I'll explain that someday on a best of. And by the way, for all of you who emailed me yesterday, I got Joe's joke about the inject EJ. I got it. I got it. I didn't miss it. I got it, Joe. Okay. Sometimes a joke is funnier when you just roll right past it. Yes, it is. I didn't miss it. For those of you who missed the end of yesterday's show, I got it. When I don't get it, I tell you. I got bidet. Right. Hey. Okay. So Rachel's a serious person, of course, Joe. She's a journalist. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're all inferior to her and should genuflect and wash her feet around the holidays because they're so wonderful and democracy dies in the darkness. Yeah. There's them celebrating so somber. So somber. Such a somber moment, folks. Now I want you to, now forgive me. I don't like to do this because this is always. This show is produced to be an audio podcast first. The video is an add-on we love on YouTube. We appreciate you watch it, youtube.com slash Bongino. I don't like to do this often. Now, you, this is audio and video, so it will work, but I would really appreciate it if you would check this out on my YouTube account because the visuals are powerful here too. This is Nancy Pelosi. She's going to gavel down saying, basically, yes, you just voted. We impeached the president. I want you to listen in the background because, folks, it's a somber moment. 
So clearly, being that it's so somber that the Democrats are destroying the country, Joe, you're, what would you hear in the background in a somber moment? Let me ask you this, Joe. Yeah. Uh, somber, yeah. because again, we're trying to explain this to liberals who are some of the dumbest mm -hmm. people on the planet. And I got an email mm -hmm. this morning from my friend, Jim P. Good guy. He said, Dan, you know, you laced into liberals last night. Folks, I, I'm done. I'm sorry. I appreciate the feedback, Jim. Honestly, that's why I put my email out there. I'm done. You want to be nice to liberals? Go right ahead. I'm done. They can plant one on my caboose. I'm finished after yesterday. Okay. I'm not interested in being nice anymore. And that this show might not be for everyone then. If you want nicey time and cutesy time in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, go find another show because I'm done with the liberals. I'm not talking about all Democrats. The liberals who want to burn this country to the ground, I'm finished. Cutesy, nicey time is over. Over. And I'm not, I'm going to be doubling and tripling down. So this might not be for everyone. And that's okay. I'm just warning you now. Gloves. Get your mamas, get your daddies, and get to the polls. So, Joe, I'm going to ask you a simple question. If this was a somber moment, like, say, what else would yeah. be somber? Maybe a funeral? Have you ever yeah. been to a funeral, Joe, where they bring out the corpse of the deceased and people start clapping? Hey! Have you ever seen that? I'm just asking. Yeah, I've never seen you. I have like not that. either. No. It was not a trick question. I have not seen no. this either. I have never been to a funeral where the corpse comes out the body, and people start applauding. I haven't seen that. Right. Now, Generally Joe, a somber. funeral, right? We're not using, you know, insane mm -hmm. logic here. It would be a somber moment, correct? Yes, it would, Dan. Yeah. A somber moment might be the last moments of someone's life in a hospital. Does anyone walk in and go, hey, buddy, this is great. You're dying. Glad we got rid of you. I haven't seen that either. I haven't seen that either. Nope. So Pelosi wearing her fake black outfit yesterday, pretending this is somber, despite Rashida Tlaib, yeah, this is great, let's get it done, like it's a Nike ad. The Washington Post and those, those three morons are out of happy impeachments. This is video audio of Nancy Pelosi gaveling in. I want you to listen to what happens in the background. And I want you to watch, if you can, what Pelosi does, because she realizes, <laughs> oh, boy. Is this not going to end well for them? Check this out. On this vote, the yeas are 230. The nays are 197. Present is one. Article one is adopted. The question, the question is on adoption of article two. Ah, Do you see it? the look. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. did she throw them? The so they start applauding because, Joe, it's a yep. somber moment. And as yeah. you know, at funerals and on people's deathbeds and somber moments, people always applaud. Uh, if you're a liberal, you do that because you're an imbecile by default. OK, so they, of course, it's a somber moment. She declares the article of impeachment is passed. Yay! they're all clapping in their supposedly somber moment. What does Pelosi do, folks? She points out she waves the finger and gives yeah. them a side eye like I've never seen before. Like, you better shut your pie holes. Soup coolers, shut them. Pie holes, shut them. And all of a sudden, the Republicans on the other side who caught it were like, oh, that's what you heard. Mm -hmm. Please watch it on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. It's, I just explained it to you, but it is worth 10 seconds of your time. It, it, it you is, have to rewatch the whole show. Yeah. It is worth your time. It's worth going for, yeah. Because Pelosi 
who's disgraced herself, by the way, is not politically stupid. She understands they just stepped in a monstrous pile of rhinoceros dung. She knows this thing is going to blow up in her face. So she's trying to portray it as a serious, somber moment, despite the fact that the Democrats are celebrating the destruction of America. They're clapping. The Washington Post thinks it's great. It's merry impeachment, according to the Washington Post. A disgrace of a newspaper. I mean, not you're all smart. Not that you need me to tell you this. But now do you understand why they're a joke, them and the New York Times, why you're never to take them seriously? You know who I take seriously? Our cops, our military, our manual laborers, our white collar jobs. Those are the people who make this country work. Those are the people I take seriously. These idiot losers up on Capitol Hill and these total complete zeros at the Washington Post, these are the worst of us. These are the worst, the absolute worst. So somber, so somber. I got more on Pelosi because there was some breaking news last night you may have missed. When I got off the air, we found out that Nancy Pelosi, I've got some video on this, is now threatening to usurp the Constitution again and withhold the articles of impeachment. Wow. Oh, oh, I've got some developments on this one. We got to pay for the show first, folks. Today's show also brought to you by buddies at Omax. Listen, on a serious note, if you have not tried this cryo-free CBD, they have this new gel recovery cream. It is so good. Folks, I have really horrendous arthritis. Now, if you're one of the thousands that purchased Omax Health Cryo-Free CBD, the pain relief roll-on that you know I love, it's been coming to the rescue for me and many of my listeners for instant joint pain, then you don't want to miss this. This is a brand new product. It's the first time I've talked about it on my podcast. Omax has given me an exclusive on the launch of their new Cryo-Free CBD Sport Recovery Cream. Folks, it's just simple. Watch the cream. Rub it on. Paula, how good does this stuff work? <laughs> She's laughing because she knows you can look at that. You feel that right now. Look at that. I have bad look elbows. Oh. <laughs> you, what are you saying? What are you looking at? You're looking at my face as I am getting the instant pain relief and cooling effect. I'm not kidding of cryo freezes, new CBD cream. You, this is some of the greatest stuff. I love it, this sponsor. Go with it, it's baby. one of my personal faves. I use it all the time yeah. because I have the worst arthritis known to humankind. It's that bad. Cryo free CBD sport recovery cream provides instant cooling relief and moisture. I'm not kidding when I tell you I've been bathing in this stuff after the Brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> classes that resulted in this black eye. Bathing. I have like I jump in a bath of it. It's that good. <laughs> you can use it daily to refresh and revitalize those tired, achy joints and muscles. Folks, why do you need this in addition to the CryoFreeze excellent roll-on we love too? Well, the pain relief roll-on provides targeted relief for very painful areas. The sport recovery cream I just put on is an ultra-rich moisturizing cream with the same icy cold relief as the roll-on, but it can be used all over your body, including legs, feet, back, shoulders, wrists, and hands. It's great for larger areas. It's super moisturizing and it's non-greasy. This powerhouse of a recovery cream includes broad-spectrum CBD with 0% THC, so there's no, no high in this, no high at all, plus 10 natural healing botanicals, including magnesium, which is great for muscle cramps, and arnica for circulation and bruising. 
It features Canna Microsphere technology, which is a new delivery system for CBD that only Omax has, which helps deliver faster and more powerful results. This stuff is fantastic. If you have sore muscles, backaches, arthritis like me, stiff joints, or you just feel like you need to revitalize your body, then you cannot miss trying out CryoFreeze CBD Sport Recovery Cream. Omax is offering my listeners 20% off the IOMAX CryoFreeze uh, Sport, Re- Cryo Sport Recovery Cream plus free shipping. This discount also applies to any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today. That's O-M-A-X health.com and enter promo code Bongino. That's omaxhealth.com, enter promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to get 20% off Omax Cryo-Free Sport Recovery Cream and site-wide. Omaxhealth.com, promo code Bongino. Check this stuff out. You're going to love it. All right. It is that good. I'm not messing with you. I know they're a sponsor and all, but when I get out of that jujitsu class, I look like this and I feel even worse. That's what makes it really horrible. I love jujitsu, but I get Some of you missed the show the other day. My eye is fine. I took a bad knee to the eye. Guy was doing a, a drill on top control and wound up kneeing me in the face as he was trying to go to a different position. He's a nice guy, but it, it, it didn't really, I'm fine. I don't want you to worry about it. Okay. Moving on. So as if it wasn't enough for Pelosi, Rashida Tlaib and, uh, you know, fake moderate Democrats like Spanberger and Jared Golden and others to vote for impeachment, as if that wasn't enough. Now that Pelosi is threatening to withhold the articles of impeachment from the Senate. You may say, Joe, what the heck is going on here? Let's listen to Pelosi explain it last night on CNN after this disastrous impeachment passed. Check this out. Withhold this, the articles. Could you presumably withhold the articles for weeks until you get what you consider a failed, fair trial? Well, again, we'll decide uh, what that dynamic is, uh, but we hope that the, the resolution of, of that process will be soon in the Senate. What do you consider a fair trial? What do you consider a fair trial? So just to be clear, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, after voting for the the impeachment articles last night passed, the Constitution says the House shall have the sole power of impeachment. They did it. It's over. Now, folks, liberal uh, blue checkmark Twitter and others, liberals are not bright. So I went on Twitter last night and uh, liberals were dopey enough to think that the impeachment meant President Trump was being removed. I'm not kidding. Look at Twitter. Put impeachment pence. I, folks, it goes on and on. The liberals, they're really dopey. Liberals thought that meant President Trump was being removed from office last night. Last and night, they were lamenting, oh my gosh, Mike Pence is president now. Yes, they're that stupid. Oh, the impeachment dude. is just a charge. The Senate, to convict on the charge, runs the trial. Having said that, Nancy Pelosi has absolutely no constitutional authority whatsoever to withhold articles of impeachment from a Senate trial. None. Let me read to you the Constitution, Article 1, Section 3. The Senate has the sole power, S-O-L-E, not S-O-U-L. Senate has the sole power to try impeachments. Impeachment's done. It happened. Right. It doesn't say, Joe, the Constitution, Article 1, Section 3, the Senate has the sole power to try impeachments when Pelosi says so. Do you understand? She's completely gone outside the framers' will, the Constitution, the four corners of our founding documents, and is now making up the law as she goes. You may say, what do we do? Gloves, glovies, off get your mamas get your daddies everybody shows up to vote so what do we do about this 
Well, first, before we get to what we do, you may be saying, because I'm getting a look here in the background, well, why is she doing that? If they're so proud of their impeachment, why not send it on to the Senate? There you go. Because they're not proud of it. Outside of the lunatic left, these 31 Democrats know that if this impeachment trial in the Senate drags on, these 31 Democrats in Trump districts, they're going to get smoked in the 2020 election. Lamb the Sham, Kendra Horn, Golden, Spanberger. They're going to get crushed. This impeachment is historically unpopular. Do you follow this audience ombudsman, Joe? Sure. Pelosi is is trying to come together and bring together two disparate groups of her own party. The radical Rashida Tlaib squad leftists who just want to throw out the Constitution and put Trump in jail for no reason. And the moder- fake moderates who know this is the end of their political careers. Alyssa Slotkin, fake moderate Democrat from Michigan, vote her out too. They're fake. They're not real. They voted for impeachment yesterday. So these 31 fake moderates who are really radical leftists in disguise, they're only concerned about their own power. So they probably went to Pelosi and said, hey, listen, you pass this over to the Senate controlled by the GOP. This thing's going to get even worse. I mean, think about it. Put yourself Mm -hmm. in their shoes if you're running for Congress as a Democrat in a Trump district. You just made the best case you could Mm -hmm. possibly make for impeachment using the sleaziest liars known to man, Nadler and Schiff. Two sleazy liars. You made the best case you could. The uh, the, uh, Democrats controlled the whole process in the House. They kept the Republican witnesses from testifying. They made the best case they could make what they thought were the best witnesses, Joe. And Trump's approval's up six points up and support for impeachment is down Mm. you're a democrat running for congress in a trump district now you're thinking what now we're going to pass this hot potato to the gop controlled senate who now they're going to run things gloves off Tommy's we're going to pass it off yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you're darn right mitch mccall you're going to pass it off to mitch who has shown thankfully no willingness to cave to the police Thank state you. tyrannical Democrat demands. None. Yeah. Understand the best you ever had at Democrats just ended last night because now we control it. So Pelosi's saying, well, I don't think we're going to get a fair trial. She doesn't believe in a fair trial. Ladies and gentlemen, you have Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Amy Klobuchar, four senators who either have run for president or are running for president against Donald Trump as jurors. And you're laughably asking about a fair trial. Okay, hard pass on that one. Take that, crumble it up, put that one right in the garbage. So she's threatening now to withhold articles of impeachment. She's on chatting away right now. So the great one, Mark Levin, who I filled in last night, put out a Facebook post and a few tweets tomorrow with what I believe is where we should go next. I hope uh, McConnell staff and some of the Republicans are listening. Levin's proposal is brilliant. If Nancy Pelosi refuses to pass on the articles of impeachment, given that the Democrats uh, constitutionally, their role is done. They've impeached them. It's over. They have no role now. Now it's the Senate. Article one, section three. The Senate has the sole power to try him. Levin suggests that Mitch McConnell should declare the articles of impeachment then null and void. No trial, no nothing. Thank you. Have a nice day. But Dan, the press will say it wasn't fair. No, no, it was fair. We gave you the opportunity. You did your job. You impeached them. You passed it on. Or you refused to pass it on. Therefore, the trial's null and void. 
You just said you don't want the charges to move forward. Okay, thank you. Keep in mind, by the way, the silly, foolish Democrats are now telling you that they won't have a fair trial in the Senate because they need new witnesses, despite voting to impeach the president on what they said were comprehensive charges based on their own witnesses. So our witnesses were so good, we're going to impeach the president. But we're not going to send the the charges over to the Senate because we don't have enough witnesses because we're not sure the crime happened? Wait, what? Huh? Levin is right. Bingo. Mitch should declare today if she refuses to pass the charges over to the Senate, it's null and void. We will consider it no further. Thanks for playing, though. Have a nice Christmas. I got more. Got some other suggestions. Virginia has been a great inspiration for me lately. You Second Amendment advocates out there in Virginia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Take a bow. The Democrats want to ignore the Constitution. McConnell should ignore them. The Democrats want to ignore the Constitution and the will of the people. The people should start ignoring them. There's nothing liberals hate more, Joe, than when you ignore them. You may say, oh, really? No, really? No. Yeah, really. There is nothing tyrants and police staters hate more than when you mock them, laugh at them, and completely ignore them. Nah, we're just not going to do that. Something going on in Virginia you are not going to want to miss. And it fits in right now. My last sponsor today, today's show brought to you by our buddies at ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, we know all these big tech companies. They're, they're taking and using your data. It's not even a mystery anymore. So don't give it to them. Go to ExpressVPN and protect your privacy. We all know how a VPN, a virtual private network, protects your privacy and security online, right? But I didn't know this until recently. And it's taken my TV watching game to the next level when we get time. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. You know this? Over the weekend, I tried this while trying to binge watch a show only available overseas on Hulu. I got fired up. I fired up the ExpressVPN app. I changed my location to the UK, refreshed it, and look, there you go. It was all open. It was great. I loved it. How about it. that? <laughs> yeah. How about that? See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. So just think about all those uh, libraries of movies you can go through. You like anime? Whatevs. Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese, Netflix, and be spirited away. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason we in this house use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering, no lags. You can stream in HD, no problem. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices. Hide your IP address. Why are you giving these tech companies your information? You don't want them seeing what you're surfing for. They don't don't deserve that. We've seen what they do with that information. ExpressVPN is compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. You can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen, wherever you are. If you visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Bongino, you get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, protect yourself and your IP address and your online information at expressvpn.com slash Bongino expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Do not wait another day. Do not give these companies your information. We've already seen what's happening here. All right. Thanks, ExpressVPN. We appreciate that. 
So, as I said, with Virginia, if the Democrats and the tyrannical police staters are going to ignore the will of the people, ignore the Constitution, blow their nose with the Constitution like a Kleenex, then, ladies and gentlemen, we should start ignoring them. Oh, my gosh, you can't say that. Oh, no, I just did. I can say whatever I want. It's my show. So what is going on in Virginia? Well, let me put this Washington Examiner article up by the great Paul Bedard, good friend, good man. Uh, this will be up in the show notes today. It's up at BonginoReport.com too, the alternative to the left-leaning Drudge Report. <laughs> Seriously, go to BonginoReport.com, check it out. Uprising. 90% of Virginia counties become gun sanctuaries, expanding the movement to nine more states. Yes, yes. How about Liberals, that? like yeah. I told you. You want to take the Constitution and you want to make it your, uh, you know, your bath towel? Okay. You don't think the rules, see, the whole purpose of a Constitution is they're binding rules for all of us. The liberals seem to think they're only binding rules for conservatives. So liberals, you wanted to start this trend. Remember, oh, we're going to do sanctuary cities where we're going to ignore immigration law. Okay, well, we're, yeah. we're going to ignore your laws too. Long and short of this is, Virginia Governor Blackface Northam. Remember him? Blackface guy? Oh my, but we don't yeah. know, actually. Was it him in Blackface or the Ku Klux Klan outfit? We still don't know. Mm. He hasn't admitted which one he is. I, I'm not sure which one's worse. Uh, I, I mean, they're both pretty awful. Governor Blackface or Ku Klux Klan guy Northam. He wants to confiscate your guns in Virginia. Him and his Democrats, who now took over the state of Virginia, shamefully, they want to come to your house and start taking your guns. We were told that was a conspiracy theory. I don't know, I'm going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Virgi Virginians who I love, I lived in Maryland for a long time. Virginia and Maryland are like New Jersey and New York. It's almost like the same thing. You go back and forth. Virginians are not about to give up their liberty so easily. By the way, we have this thing called the Constitution, which protects the right to bear arms. So all of these are unconstitutional laws anyway. So feel free um, to just do what you're doing and ignore them. Because they're illegal. They're not real laws, okay? So from the Washington Examiner piece, here's what we got. Stirred awake by Democratic proposals to take, register, and possibly seize their legally obtained weapons, which again is entirely unconstitutional, Virginia gun owners in just 43 days have pushed 90% of the state counties to become gun sanctuaries. The latest three on Monday night. Nice job. Good job, Virginia. This is providing a nice model, by the way, as we can see for the rest of the country from this other screenshot from the Paul Bedard excellent piece I encourage you to read today. This has become kind of a national model for the movement that has now reached Illinois, Washington, Colorado, New Mexico, Texas, New Jersey, Florida, and Tennessee. Illinois is credited with starting the movement. Oh, wait, wait, what? You loved your sanctuary cities on immigration. Keep in mind, there is no constitutional right to migrate to the United States anywhere. Right, right, right. None. There is, however, a constitutional right to keep and bear arms. With some restrictions, felons, domestic violence, and I think people understand that. There is a constitutional right to do that. So let me get this straight, liberals. Your logic is we can ignore a law about immigrating or emigrating to this country. We can ignore that in our cities. But the Constitution, when you actually obey the Constitution in some of these conservative areas, that somehow you have a problem with? No, thanks. We're just, we're just going to ignore you. How does that feel? Believe me when I tell you there is nothing liberals hate more than when you ignore them. And Libs, I know this is going to trigger you. We're just not going to listen. But thanks for playing. 
Oh, but you thought the Democrats would take that lying down? No, because they're police state tyrants. So here's a piece in Bongino.com done by Matt Palumbo, who uh, writes for us over there, does a lot of debunking. And in the Bongino.com piece titled, Virginia is proving just how impossible it is to enforce gun control by Matt Palumbo. He puts up this little gem at the end about what Virginia is possibly contemplating. This could be one of the dumbest moves I've ever heard of in American history. Virginia lawmakers are almost now entirely out of options to enforce any forthcoming gun control laws. Yeah, because we're just ignoring you. I'll keep my guns, but thanks for playing. So desperate are they now that they've actually floated publicly the possibility of getting the National Guard involved. In a statement, the Virginia National Guard said they would not speculate about their use in the future and encourage people to be patient. They also clarified that Virginia's governor had not reached out to them about enforcing any gun control measures in the future yet. Folks, that's not going to end well. That is a really, really bad idea. Do you understand? Conspiracy theories? Again, it was all a conspiracy theory until they're actually talking about it. Look at that. Do you understand how dangerous of a situation you're creating? And by dangerous, I want to be clear. I don't mean that Virginia... Residents are going to start, you know, attacking the national. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm suggesting is you're 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 seriously talking about military vehicles in our streets in communities in Virginia doing door to door searches for people's guns. Are you serious now? Can you imagine the miscommunication problems that could result in a very dangerous situation here? Oh gosh. How is this fair to our National Guardsmen and women? How? Please explain to me how putting them in a potential... These are not law enforcement officers. It's our National Guard. They don't do this every day. You're going to put them in a situation asking them to do door-to-door searches in our communities? Oh, that's going to make for some great social media video, folks. You want to talk about an electoral landslide in 2020? Bring your mamas. Bring your baby mamas, bring Uncle Tony, everybody. You want to talk about a landslide? Wait till we start seeing videos of National Guard Humvees rolling down the streets doing door-to-door searches. Well, that's going to end very well for the Democrats in 2020. Dopes. I used to respect the tactics of the Democrats while firmly disagreeing with their ideology. Now it's confirmed. They are full-blown imbeciles. You really thought freedom-loving Americans were just going to sit back and let you take their constitutionally authorized weapons they they defend themselves and their families with? You really thought that was going to happen? You're dumber than you look. And believe me, a lot of you look really, really dumb. All right. There's a lot more yesterday outside of the impeachment fiasco, which I told you last night on Levin, the impeachment farce was designed to do one thing. It was designed to distract you from the Democrats' massive spying scandal. The Democrats engaged with the Obama administration in the biggest spying scandal in U.S. history. The IG report showed it. I've covered that over the course of the week. The Democrats are now lying about that, too. Now, you may have missed this yesterday when their strategically planned impeachment hearing because there was a devastating little bombshell that was launched yesterday when Michael Horowitz went back. You may have missed it to the Senate. And had a few words he chose. Here's video last night because we've been told, Joe, Michael Horowitz, the IG report on the Spygate scandal. 
that Joe Horowitz said there was no political bias. We were told that, right? Damn right. That's exactly. Yeah, that's funny because I didn't hear Horowitz say that. I didn't hear him write it in his report. I didn't see it in his report. I didn't hear it in his house hearing either. The Democrats, of course, are liars. And so are their media, phony, fraud, hack buddies. But here's what Horowitz actually said that got lost in the maelstrom yesterday up in the Senate about political bias. Libs, cotton out of ears, inserted mouth now. Check this out. I know we talked earlier about uh, you're pretty confident there was no political bias in the opening of the investigation with Bill Priestap. Yeah, we did not find evidence. And as to him, um, it, we knew who made the decision. We could focus specifically on him. But you definitely, in both these investigations, you found political bias. We found, through the text messages, evidence of people's political bias, correct. Oh! 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 Uh. Again, folks, I'm really sorry if you're not watching this show or Hannity or listening to Levin and you're listening to Stelter and Chuck Todd, the one and two dumbest guys in the media, Roswell Rach over on MSNBC, Nicole Wallace, clueless, you know, just, I mean, been on the wrong side. If you're listening to him, you understand you're not actually getting the truth. I'm sorry you're doing that. But listen, if you choose to do it, that's just really a statement to your own low IQ that you choose to listen to people who are openly lying to you. Horowitz said there was no political bias. Did you just hear what I just heard? That is not what he said. He was just asked specifically by Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, as we document on Bongino.com today, IG Horowitz to Senate. We found evidence of people's political bias. That's a quote. I know liberals, you don't know what a quote is. It's those little markers, you know, beginning and end, the twofer. The one for if it's with quote within a quote. You know how that went? They don't get it. They're (laughs) not bright enough to figure it out. You just heard it. Read the article at Bongino.com in the show notes if you'd like the transcript of what he said. Here's when Josh Hawley, another senator from Missouri, asked this question. Josh Hawley said, Was it your conclusion that political bias did not affect any part of the Page investigation or any part of Crossfire Hurricane? Here's Horowitz's answer to that. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we're doing this. We did not reach that conclusion, Horowitz replied. We have been very careful in connection with the FISA for the reasons you mentioned to not reach that conclusion. Again, folks, if you're watching Roswell Rach, I mean, you're just, I don't know what to tell you. You're just being lied to. And if you accept the lies, knowing the truth, think about what that says about you. We choose Roswell over the truth. Good for you. Great. Congratulations. My audience, I'm not going to lie to them. Now you have the ammunition you need. He did not say there was no political bias. He clearly said we had evidence of political bias. He said he did not reach the conclusion there was no political bias. They're just making it up. You missed that yesterday, of course, in the impeachment Hmm. maelstrom. I've got more. Now, listen, I may have to go into a little more depth on this tomorrow, so forgive me. And I say that because most of the interview is going to air tonight, but we got our mitts on and I saw some of it on, it's not like cryptic or anything, but I saw it, it's been out there. Martha McCallum, who hosts the 7 p.m. Eastern Time show on Fox News, interviewed Attorney General Bill Barr. It's going to air in full, I believe, tonight. But some of the 
portions of it have leaked out and some of it had been promoted by Fox. I want to play two that are just, again, that the Democrats took a victory lap and Jim Comey over the IG report, which was damning. And the fact, Joe, that that's just the beginning, that this is about to get a whole lot worse when Barr and Durham released their own report in the spring is hilarious. Like I said, I used to respect these idiots because I thought they were tactically smart. Now they are officially the dumbest party in Washington, D.C. There's no doubt about it. Here's video number one. Bill Barr just completely laying waste to the narratives. And I want you to pay special attention. Martha McCallum asked him, hey, are you just looking into the DOJ stuff or are you looking into the CIA, the intel community? And Barr says something about looking into private companies too. Oh boy, check this out. Do you believe that Durham's investigation is broader scoped in terms of the intelligence agencies that are being looked at? Oh, yes. Uh, you know, he's not just looking at the FBI. He's looking at other agencies and also private and departments and, and also private actors. And uh, so it's a much broader investigation. And, and also, he's not uh, just looking at the FISA aspect of it. He is looking at all the conduct, uh, both before and after the election. Joe, we don't have a bar translator. We do have a Nunes translator. Yeah. By the way, I will be interviewing Devin Nunes. And you were, this is a can't-miss interview. I'll be interviewing him tomorrow, Friday. I will post it likely Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning. Please look out for it, YouTube.com. Look at Paula. Nice with the graphics. You are so much. Yeah. Uh, Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, depending on how much post-production we do. You are not going to want to miss this interview. YouTube.com slash Bongino. Go there. Subscribe today. It's free. Please don't miss it. Don't forget the We have a new dude. translator. We may need a bar <laughs> translator. Initiate bar translator Dan. <laughs> we're going to need that. Can you do that, Joe? Please. We need yeah, that because yeah. we're going to need a lot of this. Thank you. Yeah, babe. Joe's, Joe's been doing a lot of extra work lately because we have a big awesome. announcement coming for our West Coast fans. So Joe's working extra hard. What is he saying here, folks? He says, oh, we're not just looking at the FISA process either, which is all Horowitz was tasked with. Look at the FISA by the FBI. What does that mean? I thought, according to the Spygate co-conspirators, Joe, and the police state hacks, that was the whole case. The whole yeah. case, Joe, right, was just that the FBI made some mistakes, spied on an innocent American. My bad, so sad. Is that not the story they've told us? Mm -hmm. Golly! Golly, man, well, that's what we heard. Well, that's <laughs> not what Barr just said. Now, if huh? you initiate the Barr translator, what Barr is actually saying is something I've told you on the show for now two and a half years. Ladies and gentlemen, the scandal is called Spygate, not Trumpgate. The FISA process was designed to target the Trump team. Not the spying operation in general. If you didn't listen to yesterday's show because you were caught up in the impeachment hearings, you made a big mistake. Please listen to yesterday's show where we cover the Pied Piper candidates. Folks, I believe our intelligence community was circumventing U.S. laws, working with foreign partners to spy on possibly more than just Donald Trump. That had nothing to do with the FISA. Really? Oh, really? Remember, Lisa Page at one point, FBI lawyer, is confused about the CIA and where they're getting their information from. You won't be if you listen to yesterday's show. I'm telling you where they were getting their information from. They were getting them from Five Eyes intelligence partners who were supposed to be our friends, who were helping the Obama administration spy on candidates. It's that simple. That's what Barr's talking about. 
Oh, well, we're just not looking at the FISA. In other words, the formal stuff. We're looking at some other stuff. Then he says, we're looking at some private individuals and companies. What did he mean by that? Well, again, some of you listen to my show every day probably already know. Folks, Christopher Steele, I'm convinced, was not the only author of the dossiers. I've said to you many times, I believe Glenn Simpson had significant input. I believe that based on some of his wife's own comments and Glenn Simpson's past recordings. But I also believe there was another contributor to the dossier. And I believe that contributor to the dossier, and when you find out who it is, it's going to be explosive, because I believe that contributor to the dossier may have been freelancing and out there on their own. The question's been for a very long time. Just how many people were feeding Steele information? And were some of them out there in a money-making enterprise working for themselves, private individuals, as Barr makes clear, private companies? Folks, was the Pentagon Office of Net Assessment who paid Stefan Halper, who was spying for the U.S. government on the Trump campaign team members, were your tax dollars being used to pay private individuals? and other companies to spy on behalf of your government? Initiate Bar Translator Dan. I think Barr may have some stuff on that. You think he's talking about private individuals? Do he's talking about like Pizza Hut, like private companies like that? He's talking about political opposition firms possibly paid by the U.S. taxpayer to spy on U.S. candidates for office. Only the biggest scandal of our time. He's also talking about information from foreign intelligence partners flushed into the U.S. system to circumvent U.S. spying laws and then used later on to obtain a FISA to, to basically hoax the FBI into believing they had a real case. Yeah. Celebrate now, libs. Your merry impeachments and all your other stupid stuff, Rachel Bidet. Knock yourselves out. Have a good time with Mike the Bonus at your party right there. Humiliating yourselves, the Washington Post, and all your entities. Good. Knock yourselves out. I hope you enjoy it. Have fun at the party. The party's going to be over real soon. All right, let's play cut number two, the end of the show here. But this is Bill Barr entirely discrediting and debunking the nonsense Jim Comey propagates every day of his life. That Remember when Jim Comey said in one of his interviews, hey, listen, man, I couldn't control the investigation. There were some mistakes, but it was seven layers down for yeah. me. Ah, that's yeah. false. Listen to Bill Barr totally discredit that nonsense. He said, I was seven steps removed from what was going on. The director doesn't get involved in, in these kinds of things, the actual investigation. Do you believe that? No. I, I, I think that the... One of the problems with what happened was precisely that they pulled the investigation up to the executive floors and it was run uh, and bird dogged by a very small group of very high level officials. And the idea that this was seven layers below him is simply not true. Okay, thanks, Bill. Mr. Attorney General, out of respect, I shouldn't say that. I really like this guy. Folks, that's a total lie. Jim Comey's headquarters team did the exact opposite of what they should have done. These counterintelligence investigations usually handled in the field. They purposely removed it from the field and took it to headquarters so Comey and his team could run it. This is a total fabrication. He's making the whole thing up. The whole <laughs> thing. Because that's what Jim Comey does. Because Jim Comey's a liar. And a fraud. All right, folks. More on this tomorrow. The interview will air tonight. We've got so much. Don't miss tomorrow's show. Please subscribe to my YouTube account, youtube.com slash Bongino. It's free. We're trying to get to 400,000 subscribers. We're almost there. And also subscribe to our audio podcast on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate your support this week, folks. 
Thanks a lot. We'll see you all. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.